Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. I have with me Jeff Weger, and something we fell upon in our last, inter- actually in some of 2019 interviews that some of you listeners have already heard, were, and the one that is posted right now for September, is talking about um, culture. You know, you've got to have a good right. culture. And that's one thing I like about our company. You know, we are not a healthcare provider, but we do represent and work with hospitals and um, we have a great culture and mm-hmm. we've taken big, huge steps to do that and providing employees with a lot of good opportunities. And it's very important that the hospital has a good culture. And I will right. say this. And, and I actually heard a uh, interesting quote here in the last week or two from one of our executives throughout the state where they said, you know, culture eats strategy for lunch. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. you can develop the, the most well-thought-out plan right. that's ever been devised. Yeah. But if you don't have the culture to pull yeah. it off, yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. So it, you're right that it is so critically important. Yeah. And, and, you know, I guess going back to the patient experience, you know, embedding that. Yeah. That, patient yeah. experience into the culture that is your organization yeah. is yeah. is uh, vital yeah. to making sure that we get it right. So. Uh, I'm not saying I do things exactly right, but as a um, child, really, I wanted to work in a hospital. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Appalachian, you know, I loved to be out among people, so I studied marketing and healthcare management. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Immediately after college, I went to work in the field of healthcare, and I went. I was happy in it, right? And honestly, I miss those days of being in the hospital. Uh, I miss the patients. I miss the people, and I miss the families. Um, where do you see hospitals winning in patient? Uh, so. So I think that, you know, when you look at the work from a clinical approach that is being yeah. done, I mean, some of the things that, that our clinicians throughout North Carolina are able to do are simply incredible. Yeah. They really yeah. are. It is, it is, um, you know, just, it just blows my mind yeah. that, that every day these folks, you know, pack their lunch pail knowing that they're going to have an impact, a positive impact on somebody's life, one of someone yeah. in their community. Yeah. And, and, you know, you think about the sense of community that, that, that brings, you know, not only, um, you know, to that patient and to the doctor, but to everyone around, yeah. you know, yeah. and the impact that they have on uh, other people's lives. And, yeah. and it's a, it's a, um, it's a really special thing to, to think about. So, you know, when I think about getting it right, you know, and I've, I've mentioned that a couple of times this afternoon as we've been speaking, but, um, you know, in, in the case of, you know, when it's a family member of mine, 
I don't care how long I have to wait or, and I don't care, um, you know, if someone may not have, is, may not be, uh, terribly pleasant to me, um, as long as they get it right and they send me home yes. with the right instructions. Yes. So, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm willing to wait an extra couple hours or oh, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, so people, again, people aren't there because they want to be there. They're there and oftentimes in cases where their life may never be the same again. Yeah, right. So, you know, keeping all of that in mind and the gravity of the situation is, um, you know, it's it's really something that, that I think about on a daily right. basis working in healthcare is that yeah. um, is all of the the, the important as uh, the, the important components that we have on people's lives. I um, think back of two things I did in healthcare in a hospital that I wish I hadn't have done, and but it's which basically the point is here: you've got to be on top of it. One day. I was, um, and that was back in the old days as I talk about, they used to have something called the ER log. Mm-hmm. And that's where you logged mm-hmm. in every right. patient and they're presenting complaint, their age, uh, mode of arrival. And guess where it was? Mm-hmm. It was on the desk where you admitted for the ER and pretty much, Anyone could see it. HIPAA. <laughs> right. You know, that yeah. that changed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The ER yeah. log changed. And um, what I didn't realize was the patient um, apparently had come back for a um, visit a second time. No, he was actually there for the visit and he was waiting in front of the desk. And I looked on the ER log and it said patient possible patient was hit with baby doll on the head (laughs) for an hour possible concussion (laughs) and a patient's wife hit him with baby doll on the head well, I was just going to say that that sounds like something that would happen at my house with my younger kids. Well, yeah, but, you know, yeah. once you brought the wife part into yeah. it, I decided to I, refrain. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I just made the comment, what kind of idiot would let their wife hit them over the head for an hour with a baby doll? And my admissions rep pointed at who would, and he was standing right there. That's a time that I wish I had kept my mouth shut. Right. And right. I did not mean any malice by right. nothing. And I know a situation, a family came in, they, and a young man had been in a car accident, and it was not a good situation. And uh, they said, could we see the family? Or no, so-and-so was born mm-hmm. in red, or his parents here. And I said, yes, they're back in the grieving room. I thought, Oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not right. really publicly called a grieving room, right. but that was what the purpose was for. So there's little things you can recover right. from. Right. And well, maybe you know, they it, didn't again, even notice you're going to make mistakes. You know, I, you I think are you know, make say, now, you know, would would you say that you know well, what kind of idiot would yeah you know allow their wife to hit him over the head for an hour? You know, right? I, I, you know, that was kind of just a break in judgment that was a but, total but, break in judgment but, but guess what i never did it right again. right and i was more careful right. about 
what I said to patients because it, it was really, you know, you look back on it and it's kind of funny. Well, uh, you think about, and this is, you think about delivering healthcare today. Yeah. It's as challenging as it's ever been. It is. So it is, you know, you're, you're, we're talking about, you know, the expectation of healthcare delivery. Yeah. You know, being pretty much when you want it. Yeah. You know, quality is the expectation. Right. You know, patient experience is the expectation. And folks want to pay less for it tomorrow yeah. than they have today. Yes. yes, yes. So, you know, you, you, we're trying to figure out ways to do more with less. And, you know, as a result, you know, and then you have things like the opioid epidemic yeah, and yeah. you have behavioral health issues yeah. and, and the workers who are on the front line oh who gosh. are oftentimes dealing with that uh, and sometimes, you know, have been physically assaulted. So yeah. you think about the number of stressors that they, these folks on the front line yeah. are going through in the, in the course of a normal day. Um, it is, you know, their normal day is anything but normal to yeah. everybody else yeah. in society. Yeah. This is, it's it's mind blowing, and yeah. and you know it, it's really difficult to you know for me who you know sits sits back and um, you know does my job at the healthcare association to say well you know every experience has to be um, you know every experience has to be exceptional and phenomenal when you know we all are only human and yeah. you know at some point you know given all of that stress you you know folks will have a break. Hopefully it's just not in front of a patient or their family. Yeah. That's yeah. all. So, and, um, you know, we learn from our patients and right. we learn what makes our patients happy. Let me ask you something. The, the, the this is total, I was not planning on asking this and maybe I've asked it before. Sure. Is it okay to hug your patients? So I'm an accountant by trade. Yes, you are. So you know, a lot of folks will will kind of view their 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 accountant as you know somewhat cold, matter of fact, right. everything else. You know, um, you know, my wife is you know a big time hugger, yeah. and you know when when our children were born, or, or you know she's been in a couple times um, for other things. You know, she is one to give her nurse or her doctor a hug. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's okay. You know, I really do. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I've been known to give one to me when, you know, my wife is okay. My yeah. son and daughter were both, you yeah. know, leaving the hospital. Right. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. I mean, again, we're talking about a, a situation in people's yeah. lives yeah. that is, just filled with anxiety, right. Right. filled with tension right. and knowing that you get to leave better yeah. than you came in yeah. is, it's really something. So, yeah. And yeah. you know, the emotion can be overwhelming. And times. the reason I asked that, I know when my mom was in um, the hospital with a broken neck, she was, uh, well, she had dementia mm -hmm. and you don't, one thing you don't do with a dementia patient is take them out of their surroundings. Mm. And um, she had this neck brace on, which she thought she did not have to have it on, you know. And I got really anxious and upset. And I remember one of the nurses that wasn't even her nurse walking out from behind the nurse's station and just giving me a hug. Yeah. Sometimes you need it. And I needed it. Right. And it right. made me feel better. Again, it's the little things you do. Um 
that make the difference. Right. It's the compassion and, and care. So what one process or initiative do you think stands out above all in patient experience? So let me kind of alter that question. Yeah. Again, you know, I've kind of touched on the phenomenal work that, that we've, we've gotten to, you know, in this point in our history. And, and what we're able to do with medicine is simply incredible. It, it really is. So, you know, I think that the one area that I see that we could really do, um, we could really improve upon is the patient billing side of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously trying to collect on whatever that, that um, patient, you know, outstanding balance might be. So, you know, it's interesting because you know, we have this conversation a lot, uh, particularly um, among the finance people. Well, well, yeah. Who's responsible for this? Yeah. Is it the insurer? Is it the provider? Um, who's responsible for uh, telling the patient, you know, what they owe? And, you know, it's interesting because from my perspective, a, a lot of that gets hung on the provider. And, and I think that surely we could do a better job at helping to estimate what, you know, the cost of a procedure is going to yeah. be. Yeah. But that said, we don't necessarily have all of the facts to, you know, you know, we we wouldn't know how much of a, deduct, a deductible a patient has used year to date. So, yeah. um, really difficult. But that's to, that's to come back and say, you know, the patients trust the providers. They do. They trust the providers. They've been to the hospital already. They know the people that are there. They do. And when they want help with their bill, they want to drive down to their local community center where the, they receive such good care to help them understand, yeah. you know, what was done, why they owe this money, and, you know, f- develop solutions to, to get it paid off. So it, I, I think it's a much more intimate experience there with the patient and the healthcare provider yeah. than it is calling a call center. Yeah. Of your in- local insurer. So, you know, many of the insurers here in the state, you know, they really don't have, you know, home offices. There's agents, you know, across the state. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess if you didn't buy your, your insurance plan from that yeah. agent, you know, right. do they help right. you? I, I don't know. And and so I, I think that in many cases, folks are, are turning to the health to the providers uh, across the state to help them understand yeah. this yeah. and um, because they're familiar with yeah. them, they're comfortable with them. Yeah. So I know, you know, being in the hospital, I, we would have certain people would not see anyone else but a certain person in the mm-hmm. office. It didn't matter if they were at lunch or what, and it may have been a simple question that someone else could answer, but they would wait on that person. Right, right. And, as you heard the recording before, that we did uh, here today about uh, the man calling me about a year ago and mm-hmm. said, oh, set me up for $5 a month on my bill. Right. I said, oh my gosh, I haven't been to the hospital right. in 17 years. Right. You know. Well, I mean, but, at the same time, that, I want the same person to cut my hair every, yes. you know, every well, month. So. But think about it. <laughs> right. And he really wanted me to do that, and he did not realize I wasn't at the hospital. But... You know, we again patient experience that the business office makes such a difference. It does. It does. Yeah. I, I and you know, I, I think that probably as we go forward on this journey, um, it, you know, that's that's an area we can probably make some headway. Yeah. And, and just understand what the expectations yeah. are. Yeah. So. Hey, 
thank you for being here, and thank Thanks, you for what you do to hosp for hospitals and right. for healthcare providers and organizations. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's I think fun. maybe in 2020, we need to meet up here for lunch uh, uh, out at Cameron Village and come back to the studio and do another session. Whenever you're ready. Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.